Club. Circus Club, it's a fantastic organisation running in Clock Jordan. They offer lessons in circus acts for anyone aged 8 to 18. The club's artistic director is Joanna Williams, who joins me on the line now. Joanna, good morning. Good morning, how are you? I'm great, good to talk to you this morning. Joanna, tell us about Circus Club. I've never heard of it before, it sounds amazing. Okay, well, we've been going for 12 years now and we meet every week on a Monday um, with a whole host of classes in St. Kieran's Hall in Clock Jordan. Um, And young people and children come to our classes from Clock Jordan, but also um, we have members who live in Barsacane and in Nina and Moneygall. So they come from all around the area and... um, we have different classes for different age groups and different stages. So we, we have a beginner's class, which everybody does for a year, just to get the basics and the foundation and a big range of skills. And then they move on to either the junior class, which are all the primary school age children, or the teenage class. Um, so we play lots of games. It's all about play. It's all about having fun um, and learning through playful interaction with all the different objects. Um and we teach a really wide range. We teach all the manipulation skills like juggling and Diablo and hat tricks and hula hoop. Um, we teach lots of balance um, skills like unicycle, stilt walking, um, tight wire, and then the kind of uh, physical acrobatic things like pyramid building, which is um, always a popular one. Wow. Nothing like making a pile of children. <laughs> <laughs> How many would you have in the pyramid? Um, well, we can get really ambitious. So we start by looking at different shapes and balances you can do with three or four people. But then we can usually find ways of joining those together. So, for example, when we do a kneeling or a box pyramid, we can have the whole class in that. And wow. we can go up to three or four layers. But we start we start gently and it's all building blocks. So we don't just leap in with everybody piling on top of each yeah. other. We kind of learn in stages and it's all about supporting each other and it's there's you know it's all about kind of risk taking but in a safe way so looking at what are all the things we do to make this safe and how can we spot each other and help each other um but at the same time maybe doing things that look quite dangerous to the outside eye Um, how did it set up where was the idea to set it up where did that come from well, I um, I had lived in Belfast and in Manchester, and so I trained in circus arts um, when I was in my sort of teens and twenties. And very quickly, my journey was that I got really interested in youth circus because it's an amazing tool um, and a way of working with young people, and it's amazing to see the journeys that they go on, both as a group and individually. Um, So I worked for Belfast Community Circus School for a long time and also for circus, youth circus programmes in Manchester. So when I moved to Clock Jordan, um, yeah, I've always always run a circus class wherever I've lived. And so it was the natural thing to do to start teaching circus. And we started off really small with just those classes on a Monday. But in recent years, our programme has really expanded. so our youth circus do loads of performances. So you've probably seen us in things like the Nina St. Patrick's Day Parade um, or the Nina Show more recently. Um, and then we we also do trips and exchanges with other youth circuses, which is really exciting. Um, and in fact, we host 
the National Youth Circus Gathering. So circus groups from all over Ireland come and they stay in Clock Jordan for a weekend and um, all of the halls have activities going on in them and everybody's learning circus and meeting other young people from all around the country who have an interest in circus. They come from Derry, Belfast, Galway, Cork, Dublin. So it's a, it's a really exciting weekend and it's great um, it's great to be our small in our small village um, hosting all of these people from around the country. But Absolutely. we visit them as well. So, yeah. What's great about it too, I think, you know, there's very little available for kids maybe who aren't into sports. So this is a fantastic alternative. Yes, and that's what we find. A lot of young people and children who maybe aren't drawn to those more competitive yeah. physical activities um, really get on well in circus. And the great thing is that it is a physical and, and challenging physical activity, but there's a real variety of skills. So some people find themselves drawn maybe to the, the kind of acrobatics and the, and, the, and the pairs, pyramid building. Others might find themselves drawn to the kind of finer manipulation skills like juggling or Diablo. And then there's others who like that solo challenge and, and they love the, the wire walking and the unicycling and all those balance activities. So, yeah, everyone finds their niche and finds their place. And then there's the added thing that we're looking ultimately at being creative with whatever mm. everybody's learned and, and creating different acts and different performances. And we combine in our performance projects, um, we'll often combine with other art forms like puppetry or percussion or dance. Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's, so it's very yeah, wide-ranging. It is, it is. And, um, and yeah, and, the, and the, the groups all work together really well. And a big thing that we instill is the whole thing of looking after each other and working together and celebrating each other's successes. So, um, so yeah, sometimes when somebody cycles but enters the room on the unicycle for the first time, the whole group will just stop and give them a little round of applause oh. and a chair, you know. Even though that person, you know, there might be other people who've been coming for longer who are really, really um, very skilled on the unicycle, we still celebrate that achievement because we all know the journey that person's been on to to get there so yeah, yeah. it reminds me you've an interesting line in your brochure as well where you say that you firmly believe that circuses can have a hugely positive impact on the mental physical and creative well-being of children and young people yeah what exactly do you mean by that how how does it have that much of an effect mentally um well i think i mean this isn't just something we say we conduct evaluations um and we we get feedback from our participants from the youth workers who work with them from parents and family members um and there's academic research out there on youth circus in in a wider context as well but for example during covid we um started this outdoor wire walking project wow. which is actually a partnership with Galway Circus um, and it's a type of wire walking and balancing called phenambulism where you're holding a really long pole four meters long so great for the social distancing at the time <laughs> and, um, and it was outdoors so it was great during that time and when you're on the wire people say like all you can do is concentrate on your balance so it's described as kind of like a um, a moving mindfulness activity. Wow! Um, and and it's great for calming anxiety and 
Um, just even the, the simple achievement of eventually getting to the other side of the wire has a huge positive impact. Um, so feedback we got from young people who we were working with was things like, when I was on the wire, I didn't think of my other worries or I wasn't worrying about school or different things like that. And we got that feedback from young people and we got it from the adults who took part. Um, so I think that's one of the things. Yeah. Um, and I think as well for young people learning these things and then taking them in, into a performance context, then you have the really positive thing of members of your community cheering you on, praising you, seeing you in a new light maybe as yeah. somebody who can do something extraordinary. And, um, and that all has positive impacts um, for young people, I think. Are, are you the only club of, of your kind in Tipperary? Yeah, in the Midlands, actually. Um, So there's other youth circus projects in the cities that I've just talked about, Mm. in Galway and in Cork um, and in Dublin. But, yeah, and and after Galway Youth Circus, we're the longest established project. Um, Yeah, so, um, and it's great being part of that community um, because it's a really supportive one. You know, the organisations who run these projects take on board all that stuff around team building and supporting each other and and we're supportive of each other and we're always looking for ways to work together um so so yeah it's a great community to be part of as well are you Um, completely self-funded then do you receive any sports funding or anything like that um so we we've always been supported um by the tipperary arts office okay um and um, they gave us little bits of seed funding in the early days and they've supported our work right through our journey where now we're providing programmes for Youth Work Ireland and Froga and we're not just running the classes on a Monday now, we, we're, we're running partnership projects um, with various youth organisations um, where we might be working with a group of young people in Templemore or in Ross Cray for eight weeks or ten weeks at a time um, and and like I say, we have our performance projects and lots of trips and exchanges and, and partner projects happening. But yeah, we're supported. And then we're supported um, for the last two years by Arts Council, um, by the Ireland Fund, by Bank of Ireland Begin Together Fund. So lots of different ways that we get funding. And, and the reason for that is to make these activities accessible and mm. affordable for the young people at the point of access. And Joanna, um, what age um, demographic do you do you train? Um, so at the moment, um, our Monday classes are for ages eight and upwards, and the classes cost six euro for the beginners class and eight euro for the um, junior and teen classes. But like I say, because of our funding, that's already a heavily subsidised um, cost. But yeah. we are also able to offer some bursaries to members um, who. So that we, kind of our big aim is so that um, finance is never a barrier mm. to taking part. Um, and But we also, at the moment, I'm doing some early years sessions with two local creches. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I'd say it's like herding kittens, is it? <laughs> well... <laughs> Let's say it's a circus for sure. <laughs> oh, it sounds amazing. And I wish you all the best with it. I'm sure. Thank I mean, you. you have a decade under your belt now with it. So you're doing amazing work there. For anyone maybe who's looking to get more information or to get involved, how can they do that? Well, they, they're more than welcome to come to our classes. So we do have room in our beginners classes at the moment, um, which is from four till five on a Monday. 
in Clock Jordan in St. Kieran's Hall, as I said. And if they're interested in getting involved, if they have a look on our website, which is um, clockjordancircusclub.ie, um, they'll, they'll be able to click around and find all the information. Um, and there's a phone number and an email address on the website. So I think clockjordancircusclub.ie and you'll find all the information you need to get in touch. And we're definitely welcoming new members at the moment. So we'd love to hear from people if it's something they'd be interested in. Joanna, great to talk to you this morning. Wish you all the best with it and everyone involved. Thanks very much, Lee. Thanks, Joanna. That's Joanna Williams there from uh, Clark Jordan Circus Club. Still text coming in on the attacks on referees, just to bring you a couple of them before the ad break. Uh, listener on WhatsApp says, I 100% do not agree on the abuse refs get and I've actually felt sorry for the abuse they get standing alone in the middle of the field. But let's call a spade a spade. Some of their decisions are just shocking and they're not consistent with their yellow cards or name taking, etc. That's what causes the problems on the sideline and is so frustrating for management and coaches who've given up so much to train and mentor kids and for a ref to basically be totally one-sided um, and unfortunately can be extremely obvious from the start of the game and that's a fact. Also from the other side, a text in, I'm a referee for the last 15 years and yes the abuse is getting worse but in my opinion the biggest problem is that a lot of the players, mentors and supporters haven't a clue about the rules. No matter what decisions you make, you're wrong with one side or the other because it's against their team. I've never seen a referee going out to deliberately do a team as some of your contributors are saying. I would say most of their teams were beaten and of course it's the ref's fault they got beaten, Nothing to do with the fact they may have given away a load of frees or hit a lot of wides. There you go. Let us know what you think. 083 311 or We're back after this. If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call TIP today on 1-800-938-007.